Hello and welcome to another edition of the South Carolina Business Review. This is Mike Switzer. When you think of the livestock industry in our state, the odds are you would not think of bison, which is why we were surprised to learn about our next guest's 215-acre ranch with a herd of over 40 bison located in our Old English District. Fred Ilsa is founder and CEO of Tatanka Bison Ranch. He joins us by phone from the ranch in York, South Carolina. Fred, welcome to the program. Mike, thank you very much for having me uh, on the radio. It's a great privilege. So tell us how all of this got started, bison ranching in South Carolina. Yeah, it does sound a little odd. I was in manufacturing for over 20 years, retired in the 2014, and I've always had an interest in farming. I'm originally from South Africa, and I spent a lot of time on my university holidays working on farms. So at the beginning of 2015, I decided I wanted to start looking for some farmland after I'd retired, sold my businesses up in North Carolina, and then found this amazing piece of 215-acre lot of property down here in York. And a month later, I was driving through North Carolina and saw these big furry animals next to the road. Came back, had a look at them, and started doing some research and found out that bison had been indigenous to the Carolinas. And I thought, there, well, there's an interesting challenge. That's really how the whole story started. You learned about the, uh, the challenges and opportunities of bison ranching. Tell us what those are. Yeah, there's no handbook on how to start a bison ranch. So I, I went up to Wisconsin in conjunction with North Star Bison to the holistic bison management training course up there. Came back here and uh, together with Google, I basically built this place from scratch. Um, there was nothing out here on this 215 acre property. There were no roads, water, electricity, fencing. And then started putting this whole project together. And then the first bison arrived here in late January 2016. What were you faced with once you had the ranch built and you brought the bison in? What were your challenges? One of the biggest things to start with in those first couple of months is we had unseasonably wet winter in 2015-2016. We really struggled to get the fencing in to keep these bison. You've got to have these high tensile electrified fences that are six foot six tall. The ground was so soggy that we couldn't get posts in the ground. We couldn't get our pastures reestablished. Uh, we had a couple of million dollars worth of equipment standing on the hill for a couple of months while we waited for the place to dry out. So that was really the, the, the hardest part to start with. And then, of course, we had, you know, I had to teach the local people, the fencing contractors that never put up a fence like this before. This is stuff you know, that I went and learned when I was out in Wisconsin. And I had to teach the local guys how to put up a high tensile electric fence. Walk us through your business model then, or, or is this... Basically, a, a, a love project, you know, a project of joy and retirement. No, or is there, is no. there, how are you right. building this as a the, business? The whole thing is, you know, I was very successful in my previous business. And I've always been wanting to give back to the community. So here was my opportunity to do something. I, I knew I wasn't going to make any money out of this. A limited amount of money. Our motto is preservation, education, and agritourism. So I really wanted to bring people out here and to come and experience this amazing property and learn about uh, these fantastic animals. Our main business is the agritourism, and then over the years, we've seen a huge increase in our meat sales, and in fact, it's got to the point where we cannot even keep up with our meat sales. All right, and so what are your plans for the future? Are you planning on expanding, growing the herd to a certain number? Well, the, the herd right now is, is, is just, uh, what, 40, 44 animals, and that's pretty much, we want to stay between 40 and 50. For the agritourism part of the business, I really only need about 20, 25 animals for the show and tell. 
Uh, but it takes two years to raise an animal from birth to the time they were ready to process it. So you've got that whole pipeline of two years worth of animals you've got to take care of as well. Um, our big plan was to expand this, uh, to uh, put in a, a visitor center here, basically a small like convention center. Uh, that has been actually one of our biggest stumbling blocks um, is trying to get work with your county. Um, they have not, you have found it not, if it, not very easy to get an event center set up here in your county. And uh, so that's really our next project. We want to take our existing uh, barn that we built in 2019. We want to close that in and make an event center. The first six years I lived off the grid. I had no electricity out here. We now have electricity out here so I can go ahead with the event center. But I, I, I guess it's going to take us a good another 18 months to get through all the red tape, et cetera. Well, Fred, it's been a very educational discussion. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. Mike, thank you very much for having me. Fred Ilsa is founder and CEO of Tatanka Bison Ranch. He spoke to us by phone from the ranch in York, South Carolina. And we will have a link to the ranch posted at our webpage so you can learn more, southcarolinapublicradio.org. Or you can hear this show again. And remember, you can find us wherever you find podcasts. With the South Carolina Business Review, this is Mike Switzer. The views expressed on the South Carolina Business Review do not necessarily reflect those of South Carolina Public Radio.